Hi guys, I'm Chris. And I'm Mike. And welcome back to this week's No Limits a Mid Trap Podcast. How you doing this week, Mike? Alright, alright. Busy week. Busy week. But I'm glad we're doing something a little bit different here on the pod. That should be a bit of fun. What's going on with you? Nothing much, just uh getting ready for Christmas. This episode will come out after Christmas. So right. say it now. I hope hope you all had a nice holiday. Um enjoyed with your family. We are I'm um, I'm gearing up to head head to my family. Gotta gotta wrap up some things at work tomorrow and then head up to Pennsylvania. What about you, Mike? There we go. Well, we're going to stay local for Christmas Day, and then the day after, head up to New York to see my family, my nieces, and my brother just moved into a new house. So Nice. Yeah, it'll be fun seeing everybody over there. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, let's let's jump right into it. Why don't you tell the folks what we're doing today? Right, so we, we wanted to do something a little different. No. Uh, we won't, we wanted to do a mailbag, but uh, can't get enough mailbag questions. But what we do have for you today is uh, a fan appreciation. So Mike's come up with a, a bunch of stuff from you know our various platforms. Uh, yeah, we just want to do something fun, something different, light in between uh, these last last two books that we have covered, and um, yeah, give you something to listen to if you would need an escape from your family you know, the week <laughs> in between Christmas and New Year's. You know, put in your headphones, spend that quality time with us, forget your family. <laughs> yeah, you know, just if you need to go on like a 45-minute walk, you know, we'll, we'll have some entertainment for you. Yeah, listen at speed and a half, so it'll only yeah. take you 30 minutes. <laughs> we can sound really drunk when, when you listen to, to half speed, you know. Did you ever listen at half speed to us? We don't sound as drunk as some podcasts out there do. No, I think because both me and you tend to naturally talk fast, so... Right. I listened to us at a time, a two times speed, and I was like, "Wow, I talk really fast. I I should probably slow down." <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think no, like some that. some podcasts, I listen to half speed, and it it's hilarious. Have you seen um, oh, what's his name? Tom Hanks' son does this like I don't know, not Vine, but in, I guess Instagram videos, no. where he'll have like a drunk conversation with someone, like just between himself and like two people that are like he'll play a podcast at half speed and he'll, he'll find like times and situations where they're where they're saying stuff and it's it's like a it sounds like a conversation between him and somebody else it's it's so funny hold on here's a question for you though if we get really drunk and record would someone <laughs> listening in double speed hear us as sober oh, does the inverse like a... work does the I don't know. That's like a does the does it, if a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound? Question. You know, we'll, we'll never know. If Mitch Rapp shoots somebody in the woods and no one's around to witness it, I don't know where uh, I'm going with that. Did, did, did it did it did it did it actually happen? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, yeah, yeah, you're right. I wanted to do a social media roundup. You remember in the early days. Our first like 20 something episodes, we had a little segment calling out Twitter followers and, you know, who we're interacting with online. I feel like today can be a throwback to some of that, shouting out some of the awesome people we've met doing this project. Sounds good. But to celebrate those awesome people, I'd like to kick off this episode with a limerick. Of course. (laughs) Of course, of course. Give us that holiday limerick here. There once were some listeners of Mitch Rap Pod. 
It is they whom this week we applaud. An insightful bunch with many a hunch. To them we are grateful and awed. Very nice. Very I like nice. that one. <laughs> Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna compile all these into a little book for you, if, if just for you, <laughs> and then then we can ship a second copy off to the Mitrap uh, Museum whenever it gets a uh, the Vinceland Museum whenever it gets uh, instated. All right, all right, all right. Maybe we'll have to review the limericks. We'll have an episode picking out our favorite limericks. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, I personally like the one that uh, you read to. Jack Carr that made him cry. No, I'm just <laughs> didn't make him cry, but he really appreciated it. <laughs> he did appreciate it. I don't remember if he reposted it though once we sent it. So, <laughs> or who was it? Was it Kyle when you read it to him? He's like, I've never had poetry written read to me, and I didn't imagine that it was going to be read to me by someone like you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was good. I probably creeped out a couple of our <laughs> interviewees. It's all good. It's our stick. We're sticking to it. Oh, it's funny. Well, if you're appreciating this banter, you can let us know that with Apple Podcasts because we got a new review. After plugging last week that the people can help us out leaving five stars, we got another very nice and thoughtful comment. This one is from Mark Elliott, who I believe we also follow on Twitter at Elliot, Mark E1, E-L-L-I-O-T-T-M-A-R-K-E-1. And he writes, Mitch Rapp was my first exposure to the military political thriller. Love to hear other fans talking about my favorite character. Also, love the interviews of other authors and their books too. Thank you, Mark. How? What about this? What if we send Mark a sticker? What if I try to reach out to him? And yeah. uh, give him a sticker for that awesome Apple Podcast five-star review. Let's do it. Anyone who gives us a review from now on gets a sticker. How about that? It's right, paying, for, like paying it. for reviews. We're not, we're not above it. We're not above it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Apple Podcasts, one way to get involved. But we've got some very active Twitter folk. And someone who always follows up with us, a patron of the podcast, he followed up to last week's episode about Enemy of the State telling us his own rankings. So where did we put it last week? I We were kind of, you were flirting with the top five, I think. For me, it's definitely top five. I've, I've It's solidified top five. And actually, we got reached out by a um, longtime listener, Dawn. She said that it's uh, Red War is her favorite, but her second favorite is uh, Enemy of the State. Wow. Of Kyle's books. Of Well... Um, I, I guess I should ask her to clarify that, but she, she, all she said was enemy of the state is her favorite second to red war. So I take wow. that to mean of all of them, but it could be Kyle. So I'll, I'll reach out to Don and, and clarify that with her. That book. could be all rap books. It's, it's entirely possible. Could just be Kyle's books. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'd love to hear from Don, which way that could be interpreted. Yeah. But I was talking about Mark and Mark had, uh, enemy of the state a little lower than you probably about where i would put it in the sixth spot okay yeah and he had lethal agent up in third 
Yeah, see, that I, it's replacing my Lethal Agent that was in the top five, and then, then Lethal Agent got bumped down to, like, the six, seven range. It's still, like, Lethal, Lethal Agent and, I think, Lethal Agent and Enemy of the State are Kyle's two best books right right now. Right, I think so, too. Uh, all right, Ugh, I'm torn, though, which one is better. Do you think, uh, we said this on our part one pod, so now we had Order to Kill sort of near the... I guess not the bottom five, but just sort of just out of the bottom five. Has has Order to Kill now risen a little bit since we finished Enemy of the State? Yeah, I think so. I don't think a significant jump because as it stands on its own, it, it had its flaws in the second right. half. But yeah. I think it's middle middle of the pack, you know, like that the middle chunk. Not not but, bottom five, not top ten, but you know, like sort of right. the middle fifteen like fifteen to, to ten. Looking at Mark's, so Mark Harris, patron and follower, he's got it in the 10 spot, Order to Kill. But here, let me round out his top 10. Okay, go ahead. It just it gives a little insight here. Memorial Day first, Consent to Kill, Lethal Agent, Extreme Measures four, Transfer of Power five, Enemy of the State, Enemy at the Gates, taking wow. the seven spot. Wow. Yeah, that's high. The Last Man as 8, American Assassin 9, Order to Kill 10. That means to me Term Limits is bumped out of the top 10 somewhere else. The Last Man and American Assassin in the 8-9 spot seem a little low? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I agree with most of that list, though. Amer- uh, what, I'm going to be super in- interested in when we do the, our episode on our list because... Yeah, no, I we need to finish this last book and and really get down on on what what the order of this 20 is. Right, 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 right. Hey, throwing back to last week's episode when we finished Enemy I want to say Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State. That's right. Enemy at the Gates, Enemy at the State. I know. I've been doing that all state this whole month. State of the Enemy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gates of the State. Uh <laughs> a book about borders. Um <laughs> <laughs> Audiobooks, we had mentioned a little disappointed in uh, not finding George Goodell on the last last couple of books. So we had a bunch of followers chime in with narrators and audiobooks that they really like. We got a couple of good ones here. Carl Smith on Twitter at Swifty4562 says he enjoys Scott Brick's reading of the Orphan X series, Greg Hurwitz. I've heard a lot about it. I haven't read it myself. And then he said, I would listen to either Scott or George read a cereal box. <laughs> no, I, I, I take, I agree with that take because I've had Scott read a series for me. Um, as, as I mentioned on, on the pod, uh, Justin Cronin's, uh, vampire series. And I really enjoyed him. He, he nailed the character. It, it was kind of this, it's a story that sort of jumps time between the future, the past, and then the far future. And, you know, his changing of his voice to be the different characters was, was very gripping, but it's hard when you start, I feel like it's hard when you start a series with one, uh, a reader narrator, um, and then jump. And then it's even harder when you start with someone who's so good as George Goodell. And then like, you feel just disappointed when you don't have it. So I guess we were a little bit hard on Scott Brick, but right. And I definitely didn't like hearing Armand Schultz read. Even though it wasn't the abridged, which have, did anyone reach out about whether or not they read abridged books? 
no one chimed in about that scandal. I'm I'm labeling that you know a bridge gate. No, I don't think I see. I don't think anyone actually does, or at least the people in our community do. You know, right? Well, if you heard our rant last week about having abridged versions of thriller books and how we are vehemently against it, hit us up with the hashtag. What did I say? Abridged gate. <laughs> abridged gate. Abridged gate. Yeah, we'd love your take on should thriller books have an abridged version to save a precious, precious two hours of your time listening to an audiobook? <laughs> or do you respect the craft of the author and not choose to arbitrarily cut out an author's pieces of their own work? But we'll leave it at that. Have you read any of the Orphan X series? I haven't. No, I haven't. But I put yeah. it on our list. Yeah, that's Evan Smoke. I hear a lot about that character and written by Greg Hurwitz, so. Apparently, Scott Brick does a mean uh, mean audiobook for that series. Here's another series. I have not listened to any of the audiobooks by Jay Snyder. I don't even think I know Jay Snyder no. reading the Gray Man series. That was recommended by two people, Mark Janigan at Alls Park PDR and Just Ray at RayNSB on Twitter. Yeah, Ray even said One Minute Out, he's doing right now by Jay Snyder and loving it. So I like the gray man, never did an audiobook, so might have to check that out. Oh, I have read um I just Googled him real quick. I I have read a couple or listened to a couple of audiobooks by him. He does uh these NYPD red books by James they're like James Patterson, but actually written by Marshall Carp. You know how he does like that series where he's like the main author, but someone else writes it okay um and he's a new yorker like he has a very new york accent um Ooh. i like that that'd be interesting then hearing the gray man i wouldn't uh, i don't know if i considered a new york accent interesting interesting yeah i don't know him but we did get one more shout out for our boy george reading the last patriot by brad thor he said he's currently on that and recommends that if you've never done an audiobook or you never heard George, he likes the old man voice, you know, that George brings to uh to that book. So that was Tom Roberts at Black Dog Books One. So thank you guys to our Twitter followers for jumping in on that convo. And just another tidbit, I don't know, did you ever watch the TV show Yu-Gi-Oh? No, like Yu-Gi-Oh cards, wasn't that a yeah. thing when we were kids? Yeah, like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Dan Snyder, I, I was listening to this book, and I hear this voice, and I was like, why does this voice sound so familiar? And I Google him at the time, and yeah, I just re-Googled it, and I, I had already been to the page because he was the voice of Yu-Gi-Oh in, in the TV series. Okay. Did you say Dan Snyder? That's that's the owner of the... Uh, uh Sorry. Jason. His name his real name is uh James Snyder, uh, but he goes by Dan Green. That's his like stage name. So, oh. so I mix the two there, sorry. Got you. Yes. I don't think an audiobook writer would also own the Washington football team and make a <laughs> bunch of, you know, inappropriate comments. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Now I remember what I was gonna say earlier. Someone said that they like uh when we interview authors, we need we need to have another author series. We need to get get some more authors on here. Right, we do, we do. We we got to reach out to some folks. I got a couple of ideas, couple things lined up. Let's make a goal. Probably January, January, or February. We'll make sure to uh, bring back the author series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good call, good call. Here's an interesting one. 
I am really excited to bring this one up because Stacy, Stacy Reller on Twitter at Stacy, S T A C Y R E L L E R, she runs the Mitch Rap Fans account. So at Mitch Rap Fans. And I always wondered, like, who's behind it? They've, they're really active, you know, just tweeting all things Mitch Rap. And she's been running a Christmas giveaway, the 12 Days of Rap Miss. I and saw that. Yeah, each day she's been sending out gifts and books and and lots of uh, memorabilia. And so I asked her about it. I said, hey, do you want to come on the pod? We'd love to play up what you're doing, let people know about it, celebrate it, let people know about next year. And we weren't able to work that out, but she shared uh, a whole long um, uh, write-up here about the project and, and how it works. So um, I'll just read some of uh, what she what she told us about and what the cool. project's all about. So she says, I created the Vince Flynn Fans Twitter in 2010 on a Sunday after I went to an American Assassin book signing on a Thursday, the first and only time she met Vince. I created the Twitter since I didn't have one, and there were no fan accounts. I had some friends at the time doing fan Twitter, so I told myself, I'll make one for Vince. That year, I picked up a copy, a signed copy of American Assassin from Premier Collectibles and, and gave them away. I've been giving away books and thought in the back of my mind, this is a really positive thing to do, and she started Rapmus. So she calls the people, the followers of the account who participate, Assets. And they're in the field, and any asset can win one of the 12 day of Ratmus prizes. She also has been talking with James. James is awesome, who runs the VinceFlynn.com website, newsletter, and social media. And she says he's been really supportive of the Ratmus events. And he even came up with Rappy Holidays as a greeting. That's awesome. And it was 2015 when the Survivor came out. She was going to launch the event, bought a ton of signed books, and was really excited with Kyle Mills taking over the series, and she could celebrate the transition by giving away a bunch of those signed copies. So, I mean, that's awesome. Just a generous person sharing the love of rap. And she said in 2015, giving away those books leading up to Christmas, Rapmus was born. And every year since, with last year and the pandemic being the exception, uh, she's been running Rapmus, giving away rap books, signed copies to different followers and fans. So that's that's my hero of the month, you know, <laughs> just doing that. That's that's awesome. And she's been showcasing other authors, giving away other books, other thrillers, and just she's having fun, giving gifts and bringing the community together. It's pretty cool. I read here that she even gave away a Kindle, some Kindles at some point. Like that's awesome. Yeah, I. It's crazy. She did rap miss cards in 2017. Uh, she was creating them. I, don't, I guess. I don't know if that was handmade. I haven't seen any of those. Um, she's making bookmarks. She has rap miss bookmarks. It has all the list of the rap books in order. So I thought maybe we could do a, a bookmark and sticker exchange with her. We're going to send her some stickers. She'll hit us up with some for bookmarks. Uh, and she just loves spreading the holiday cheer and building fun around the Mitch Rap community. So. Stacy, shout out to you. Awesome project. Rappy holidays. Happy rap, miss. Keep it up. We we totally love and support what you're doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Keep it up. All right. Here's another one that just came out. Just saw this today. A little disappointed. We were late to the game on this. But some guy, 
made a Twitter poll. Who is the best Flynn? With four options. You know, our boy Vince had to be an option. In like, in like Flynn? I guess. Is that like in like Flint, the movie? I thought it was in like Flynn. I think it's in like Flint. Am I wrong? No, it's in like Flynn. Oh, in like Flynn. Oh, no. I think in like Flint was the um, Austin Powers. Austin Powers made fun of it. (laughs) Made a joke about it. (laughs) Probably. You know, it's like where you think you're using, you know. That's right. It was the parody. In like Flint was the parody, the satire they made about the the phrase. In like Flint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the last, the other options were at Flinny. I don't know who that is. Seems like some random Minnesotan person. Or Errol Flynn. And I paused. I was like, Errol Flynn. That's a, that's some old actor, right? I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I have no idea either. Uh, Australian-American actor. Oh, dude, you'd recognize him. Google this guy. Oh, he was in Robin Hood? Yeah, yeah. yep, yep. All those old school mo- movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've seen some some of these with my grand great with my grandfather. Yeah, I don't know, but anyway, this at Flinny won seven hundred something votes in this poll with thirty three percent, and our our boy Vince only got twenty four percent. So I'm like, That's man, ridiculous. we could have wrapped we could have whipped up the Mitrap community. To push and tip that poll over to, to to Vince if we were on it early enough. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but here's the funny thing. The guy who, who posted it, Max Von Sidei at Sven, S-V-E-N-T-Y-S-T-N-A-D. This dude is from Minnesota. And so it started this crazy conversation. Um, I was talking to different people and someone he follows was like, oh, yeah, I knew Vince when he was back uh, bartending in St. Paul. So I chimed in like, yo, that's awesome. Where was it? What were some of the spots? And he's like, oh, this place in St. Paul called Plums. And then the guy who ran the poll comes back and goes, oh, Plums, that's a St. Thomas bar. So apparently the whole school, the St. Thomas Academy, where Vince is an alum, apparently that's that's their local bar. He said he knew when Vince was, was bartending back there. That's that was awesome. just cool hearing and meeting from people who were just like, I grew up with Vince. I knew Vince around town. I love to go to a bar that Vince Flynn was serving me drinks. Uh, dude, imagine. Oh, here's an idea. A Vince Flynn or Mitch Rapp themed bar. All the drinks. Different names of characters, books. That's a good Ooh. idea. And you have that, that, that uh, what is that statue that's in um, David's office <laughs> just right. sitting behind the bar? Dude, Absolutely. <laughs> I'd order a Scott. <laughs> Scott on the rocks. <laughs> what would a Scott on the rocks be? Scott on the rocks. Just straight up scotch on the rocks, man. Scott on the rocks. I like how, so we. I think we've talked about this before, but so in the very beginning, right, Mitch's drink of choice was, not, well, I guess not American Assassin. But in like Transfer from, Power. Transfer Power. It was Bookers, right? Bookers it was, bourbon, it was some, baby. It was some bourbon. Mm-hmm. And I think he stuck with the bourbon for a little bit, and then, then it switched to... Vodka, like yeah, that was his thing, was just just straight vodka, you know, or like mm-hmm. vodka on on with with some soda or whatever. He's drinking a lot of beers lately. Enemy He's been drinking gates. a lot of beers. 
He was crushing days. some craft beer with uh, with Nicholas Ward up there in the compound. And at Enemy of the State, he was crushing some beers in Africa. Right. That's true, too. Yeah. Uh, and Vince even had him drinking some brews on his back patio at the Annapolis house or the Chesapeake house. He'd sit out the fire pit quite a bit. Uh, quite a bit. I take Mitch as like a, not like a Bush guy, not like a, you know, Milwaukee's Beast kind of guy, but not, he's not crushing IPAs, you know, something in between, something in between. And Stan's drinking PBR, you know that. Yeah, I mean, Mitch is maybe drinking Miller Lite, if he feels like it, some some Boston Lager or, you know, some, some, some you know, maybe Harp, you know, something like that. Uh, I, I was I was tracking with the other two, I don't know about that Harp. You don't like harp? I love harp. Absolutely. I, I just don't feel like it would be uh, Mitch's thing. Is he Irish or is he Italian? What What is Mitch? That's like a good ethnically? Question. Ethnically. That's a good question. Well, I guess his mom's French, right? He speaks Italian. I think he learned that for, through the Donatella relationship, though. We, sh- we should know this. That we should know. I don't know. I, I get a feel of like some sort of, like most Americans, some Germanic type of roots yeah i don't know all right we got to look into this get it on this please so the bar though has to have red wine you cannot be short on red wine because you know we'll call that the irene there you go you can't run out of wine if irene's coming around at least one glass maybe two if it's if shit really hits the fan (laughs) dude this whole twitter poll though someone else chimed in uh heather (laughs) Her screen name or Twitter handle at ink underscore drinker underscore so ink drinker, but she chimed in and said, um, "Vince may or may not have been the inspiration for one of my children's names." So that is now two people, at least two families we know that have a child named after something in the Vince Flynn universe. Is you is your family going to be the third on that list, Chris? Well, that's funny you say that because I just we were talking about baby names and I was like, what about Mitchell? <laughs> and Did I think it, it just went it just went right over Caroline's head. She didn't say she's like, no, that, that's a nice name, you know. Didn't. Have you considered Marcus? Oh, there you go, Marcus. I actually I, I was like posing all these names like Marcus Scott. Like those are all the names that were just popping in my head. <laughs> Chris's next um, baby uh, name list name <laughs> Mitch Scott. You know, Anna. Mick. I don't know about Anna. <laughs> It'll be Mick, Mick Reavers Furman. There you go. Donatella. Or Wick, Charlie. Charlie Wicker. Actually, Charlie is, is, is up there, so. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Donatella. Oh, man. Well, actually, you know, you, you're, you're going to have like 18 more on the way, so you can you can just go through all these <laughs> names, right? <laughs> no, no. No, no. That's This is it. This is it, though. Oh, that's good. That's good. Dude, well, those are some of our uh, our online peeps who reached out. Oh, one more. Here's another one. You know how every once in a while we fan cast, like to talk about actors and who would play what characters. Jason reached out on Facebook. Jason Wayne Cardoza. Awesome dude. Always posting about rap. He said he was watching Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Is that like the second, third? I, I I haven't seen them all. I haven't either. I like the first one, but after that. He said there was a guy, John Benjamin Hickey, who played one of the villains, and he said he would make a great Mark Ross. 
dude, I'm, I just Googled this guy. I know who he is. I totally agree with this. Right? I saw that and I was like, perfect. Absolutely perfect. Perfect. He looks like, you know, like some sort of sleazy politician guy, you know? Right. Trying to be all suave, but it's truly an asshole. And he's just going to, you know, pull rank on you and be a dick. This is the guy that Irene ends up killing, right? Right. Yeah. Who was yeah, the when VP it, elect? When he becomes VP elect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw that guy. So Google him, John Benjamin Hickey. Jump on the Mitch Rap fans Facebook page and and let Jason know what you think. But I, yeah, that was one of the better fan castings that I think people have come up with. Because this series is hard, really, really hard to think of who who would act out which of these characters. Yeah, I just have like images in my head that don't ex- like look like actors, you know. Right, right, right. Generally, generally, but yeah, no, I totally agree. This guy would make a great Mark Ross. That's funny that this guy is thinking about who would be a good Mark Ross, though. <laughs> you know, he's That's a like, real fan. You know, remember that one fan. guy who kept chiming in about Chet Bramble? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to go onto the Mitrap fans Facebook page and just talk about Chet Bramble of all people. Like, uh, that's the hill I'm dying on. <laughs> he's a he he's a Victor stand, you know. He he wants he wants that completion to a Victor's arc, you know. We don't know where Victor is. We don't know. We want that story. Uh, and then like that's like Kent Black. Like imagine someone being obsessed with Kent Black, random dude who shows up in these two books. Does he come back in Red War? I don't think so. No, I think he's done. He's gone. Yeah. One of those quirky characters you you like to point out that that. Uh, uh, maybe at some point in. we we talk about those like tertiary characters or even like fourth level characters like deep cut made an appearance did like i think of the lady from the department of energy in memorial day who's like scanning the crates like she's a total badass but has absolutely zero significance in the wider rap universe but it's like i love characters like that yeah you know actually now that you're thinking about it, we're doing a little casting here. Who, what's her name? Oh, I need to look it up. Uh, she's the main... She was the main actress in the second um, Walking Dead series. What is that? Um, Ugh, Dawn know. of the Walking Dead. Did you see that? Or did you see Gone Girl? I saw parts of the first one. I didn't keep up with it. Oh, what's her name? Oh, Gone, Gone Girl I saw. Oh, Carrie... Was... Carrie Coon? Is that her name? But who would she play? No, not Gary. Oh, Kim Dickens. That's her name. Kim Dickens. I think Kim Dickens would make a good uh, D- Department of Energy lady. Now, in Memorial Day, I felt like that that lady was a little older, like a little more seasoned. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well. All right. This Kim Dickens definitely has that. I could see it. Uh, I think of this Kim Dickens as. Oh, she was in House of Cards. That's what it was. Yeah. Was she really? Oh. I think of this one as one of those. Um, those agents, like a secret... I guess Rivera would be Latina. Yeah, for sure. But I kind of think of uh, someone like this as that level of character, like an agent. Oh, you know who she would be? Could you have Michelle Rodriguez play play uh, Agent Rivera? That'd Let's be see, cool. Who's that? That's Letty from uh, the um, Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, the Fast and the Furious chick. Oh, absolutely. That's Agent Rivera. Rap has that fling with Rivera. He does, yeah. After, I guess that's after Act of Treason in the beginning of Protect and Defend. No, this would be a good episode to do like 
one-off characters that don't really come, you know, you know, like uh, I always think of that guy who played a huge role in Transfer of Power. He's the guy who like helps him. He used to work in the White House, helps him get in. Oh, Milt Adams. Milt Adams. Okay. Yes. Who, Done. who would be Milt Adams? We don't even need to have another conversation. Milt Adams is the best fourth tier character in the entire series, hands down. Yep. That's it. I, I'm, I'm dead serious. No, because he plays such a crucial part to that book, but yet he never comes up again. But without without him, the, the book, you know, wouldn't be what it is, you know? So I, I agree with that. Dude, you know what would be so cool? A passing mention of his passing in the current rap verse. Just somehow that it's like, somebody is late to something and they're just like, oh, sorry, I was at Milt's funeral. And then it's never dropped again. You just move on. Like, that's just a line of dialogue. Or you could do it where, you know, how like um, somehow Mitch is back in the White House. He's in like a room that and there's early. a picture of Milt. There could be that. Or he like, you know, they do this little like paragraphs where they say, you know, I was once in a room with, with you know, I was once here one day with, and you don't even say his name, but you like give his description, you know, and then, but real readers understand that's Milt Adams, you know, that'd be cool. Oh, dude. Or if he's at the White House for whatever purpose and like is just passing like a duct on the wall and like out of the corner of his mind is like, yep, I remember being shot at in that duct or yeah, um, exactly. exactly those two, I think two seals, was it seals or Delta guys who die in the duct right. getting right. shot up? like a little plaque to them or just, yeah, just a mention of it. Dude, little nuggets like that would be super cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I mean, today was just something a little different, something a little lighter, kind of fun. We hope everybody had a good Christmas holiday and, um, we'll be back with red war in the new year. I don't know. Do you think, I don't think I'll be done by, um, the first week of January. Yeah, I um I could try to be if you want if you want to. I think we we've come out with a couple of uh podcast ideas from just interacting with this content. So, right. you know, maybe maybe we latch on one of those. We could uh we already did the ranking. Did we do the ranking of all of Vince's books? I think we so. We ranked all we ranked all of his villains. I know we ranked his villains. That's true. We did do villains. We got to do Kyle's villains after Red War, I guess. Yeah. Uh first lines. We've talked about that over previous episodes, for our favorite opening lines, cold opens of the books. Yeah, and we can easily include that into... Prologues, War, epilogues. So. Right. All right, so next week, if we finish Red War, we'll, we'll be coming at you with it. If not, we'll pick a thematic topic that we'll, uh, we'll just have some banter about. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, well, thanks for listening to this. Hope you guys had a great holiday. Hope you're able to, if you needed to escape from your relatives, you had us to listen to for for 30 minutes or so. We need to thank our patrons, our special operator, Sherry F., our special agents, Kevin, George, Matt, Don, Dennis, Peggy, Ray, Catherine, Bridget, Jeff, and Mark. Subscribe, rate, and review using your favorite podcasting platform. Give us five stars on Apple. You can find us at mittrappod.com or on Twitter and Insta at mittrappod. And as always, just let Mitch be Mitch and a Merry Rapmas and a Happy New Year.
just a disclaimer, this podcast is not affiliated with Vince Flynn, Kyle Mills, or Simon & Schuster, but thank you to them for bringing us the wonderful world of rap. And the music soundtrack is Gorilla Tactics by Raphael Crooks.